had a guy that liked me so much he put socks in his shoes. Oh, that's really cute. No, no, so he can be tall. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cute. But no. <laughs> but no. But no. Welcome to Women with Intent. A podcast by me, Sarah Tulu. Shayna Sophia Styles. Where we discuss topics that are both hard, soft, and tea worthy. And we have intentional conversations and opinions around them. So let's go ahead and get started. Baby. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Yeah, I do like when you say it. Let's get into it. Yeah. This. Friends, do we know we're missing a new? I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that does it. <laughs> okay, so. Um, <laughs> call me all the way out, damn. Um. <laughs> So, don't let it thank you. You keep on pushing. Just I, put, uh, I thought we. Were, I thought I was focused right here. Like, yeah, like W. Wait, look. So look, anyway, look, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. All through the conversation. Like, how you doing, huh? Well, I'm fine. How are you? You are missing a nail. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so this for today's topic, I wanted to talk about um, being in your fives or your five O's. Okay. 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 Because I feel really passionate about this because it's like been like kind of showing up very presently. But all right. So how about I ask you how you're doing? Because you would ask me how I'm doing. Yes. Let's switch roles. Yeah. So okay. let's just do that. So we we'll start from the top. No. No. You can just edit it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sarah. So okay. you know, just a little check in. How are you doing? Like, what are you? Have you been up to? I've been good. Well, it's officially Taurus season. Ooh, okay. Birthday season. You know what season. that means? It's a girl's birthday getting one year older, mm. which is always kind of scary for me getting a little bit older. Okay. Um, I think we're going to dabble on that today, right? And we're going to talk a little bit about that, too. Okay. About specific time periods in our life when we get older. Okay. Um, and how that feels. I'm excited. But, yeah. And for the first time in my life, I'm proud to say that I'm very happy where I'm at. Oh, nice. So, that's kind of refreshing. So, there's that. What about you? Um, I'm doing actually fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. I had a great, you know, month. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about what's to come. The weather's getting warmer. Very. Um, you know, I'm getting closer to my health goals. And, um, you know, trying to be more determined and consistent with that. So, you know, summertime get ready mm-hmm. um and overall i really can't complain like one day at a time um the warm weather gives me a lot of energy so yeah. i'm looking forward to that okay, all right so i kind of mentioned a little bit what we're gonna be talking about today okay um so let's just get straight into it i feel like there comes a time in every woman's life or person right where you reach like a pinnacle moment in aging and so a lot of the times it's called the midlife crisis, right? Where you're like 50 years old and people buy a motorcycle or a boat or divorce their family and start a new one, whatever. Um, they do something drastic. But I realized that for me, I've had like a quarter life crisis. Okay. When I was 25 and I feel like I was freaking out the entire process on my way to 25. And then I feel like that comes with when you're 35, when you're 45. Um, But then there's also when you're 30, when you turn 20 or 21. There's like these specific markers in our life where everybody gets like this same type of angst about where they are, where they're going, and if they are where they're supposed to be or not. Mm. And so I feel like 
especially since I'm getting older and, you know, growing more and more, um, I feel like with each age, like with each older age you get, it's like you're supposed to have this by now or you're supposed to do this or that in the third. But is that really what we should be aspiring to? Is that is that healthy? Um, I don't think so. I think that, um, to be honest, um, I think that you should have your own goals and your own agendas for your life. Mm-hmm. Yes, a lot of people do uh, look at predominantly what people are doing around that age, so then they try to benchmark themselves. Uh, like it's like a period of time where, um, to me, sometimes like it has changed for Black people lately with marriages. But me growing up, I don't feel like I've been to that many weddings. I can mm. probably count on one hand how many weddings I have really been, other than me being a flower girl because I was a cute kid. <laughs> And they was wanting me to be a flower girl. But other than that, it wasn't because of, like, people in my age group was getting married because a lot of friends. I feel like within our community, you have a baby shower. And people usually blow that up because yeah. that's the closest thing they have to a wedding before they really have a wedding. Right. But um, kind of getting back to what you were saying, um, I think that, you know what, once you're doing something positive every year and getting closer to your goals... Um, I think it's fine. You don't have to benchmark yourself for like, oh, this person got married. This person um, um, bought a house at this time because people do things differently. But you have to be actively progressing forward mm-hmm. and um, just making sure that, you know, you are able to um, be the best version of yourself. So do you think that you went through that at all in life? Like, boom, 25. Did you go through a quarter life crisis? Because that's a I feel like I did. I- I'm going to tell you my experience. Okay. And you can let me know if you experienced anything like that. So at 25, I was like, I guess, two years away from graduating from college. And I remember during that college period, I was like freaking out because what is life after college? What would be my first job? And that was such an anxiety ridden, like stressful, scary time for me um, because they make it seem like after college, everything just falls into place. So when I turned 25 and everything didn't like fall into place, like how everybody made it seem, it kind of was just like, it was insane. It just felt really scary. And I had friends that were going through the same things too. So we were kind of like all in the same boat. Um, at 25, I know that your life was a little bit different though. Right. Cause I had a kid. You I had, had a house. Child. Um, house. So my, my life was not conventional. Um, I did things a little bit different. Like I graduated high school early. I went into the workforce Um, I grew with their management. I was there for a a good period of time. Um, And then later on in life, I went back to school. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would say at 24 years old, I was, um, like I said, um, making a a decent salary. I owned a house and I had a kid. Um, So it was quite different from the anxiety that other people may feel. But I definitely know for me, I don't count the in-between years. I just count when I'm 30, 35 40 mm. like those I jump every five years like literally in between I literally have to pop out a calendar sometimes it's like mm. oh how old am I oh, wow. just because I have goals mm-hmm. from when I'm 30 to 35 when I'm 35 to 40 circling back to what you said so at 24 you had a kid you had a house mm-hmm. and you had like a career correct that is literally wild to yeah. me because it's like I feel like those are the typical things that a lot of people who were or are 25 or 24 or 23 leaving college, going into the workplace, those are like their main anxieties. And so I feel like when you not when you don't get that, you kind of feel less than. Mm-hmm. You kind of feel like you're not as, I don't know, contributing as much to 
society or whatever that looks like. So when you accomplish those goals, mentally, were you like, I'm at the mountaintop? Or were you just like, okay, what's the next thing? I never feel like I'm at the mountaintop because I always feel there's always opportunity to grow. Um, what I will say, though, is when I was growing up back in my day, if you were a hard worker, mm. you could grow within the ranks. Mm. I think because how society has changed where now you can't even get in a job if you don't if you didn't go to college. Mm-hmm. Back in my day, you could have grown in a job if you weren't in college. Um, now it's like, okay, great, I have the college degree, which you guys go through, but you don't have the experience. But but you can't come on the job until you have one to two, two years experience. Exactly. So if you're not smart enough during college to know to take an internship as well as to do your actual degree, mm-hmm. you're at a disadvantage because the kids who did do that, or if they have, you know, parents that could pull them into jobs or yeah. stuff of that sort, they have the advantage over you. And I think it's important for people to just really analyze that and, you know, give back to our communities and letting kids know like, hey, take an internship. Or if you could offer an internship for somebody um, that can help build their experience for their career path, businesses should do that. A lot of times kids are like, I don't want to do because I'm not going to be working for free. But you have to understand you're not working for free. That knowledge that you're gaining, like I was always one when I was younger at work to always want to do everything. Mm-hmm. And it paid off because that's how I was able to be in management at 24 years old. Wow. I feel like things that I achieved at 24 years old, I see some of my classmates are achieving now. Mm. And it's just like everybody has a different path. That's what I'm saying. So like the... Th- Going back, so 24 years old, the things that you're achieving now, people are probably achieving now at your age right now. And so I think that, because what you, that's like amazing to me. I couldn't even imagine. I don't think I was even in the mental space to even have a house or a career or let alone a kid. And still not even in the mental capacity to even think about having a child. But like people who do that early, like, I don't, do you think that there's like, you have to go that way or what do you say about to mm, people who No, I think I I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. I, I haven't experienced a lot of things that people have because mm. they enjoyed their life. I must say I didn't enjoy your life, but I was always like a pretty straightforward, responsible individual. Mm. So I didn't really I didn't really like like I wouldn't call out. I would not like I understand I was in management. So mm. I remember it was one time I had too much fun. I I, I was trying to be with I'm with the young people and I was drinking <laughs> some great goose and I was doing a stinky leg. Oh god! And oh, <laughs> I look and I I, I it, was, it was leg? it was a stinky leg Jeez, and wow. it was a situation. Oh, and I remember sick and all the next day I got up and I went to work. Mm-mm. I was in the office, Immediately not feeling home. great, Mm-mm. really really bad. Like felt like oh I would never do that again. But the reality was, like, I was always responsible. And sometimes, like, I know for my children, um, I'm always going to teach them, you know, obviously to be responsible, but I want them to be kids. Like, I want, I want them to be able to have that cushion to get what they got to get out of their system. Mm. So when they get into a certain age of maturity, I think that's why sometimes we meet some people and they're, like, older, and then they think they're kids. And you're looking at them like, well, why are you acting like this? Like, you're at a certain age. You shouldn't be doing it, but they never got it out of their system. Mm, so they've been they, working so hard. So then they have early. the midlife crisis. Mm. Is that, like, a lot of times people meet moms who had babies at, or young ages. And yeah. then their children now come and get babies. Mm-hmm. And then their children are like, oh, my, you're going to be a grandmother. She's like, no, I raised you. I'm not doing that. Yeah. And then at first I was like, well, because my mom, she, she would be there to help and support or whatever. So I was like, these grandmas are so mean. Mm. But it was like, no, this girl was like 17, 18, had a kid, raised a whole child. 
She now then is probably in her 30s, 30, you know, mid-30s. She now wants to start living her life, and now you want to bring a grandchild upon her for then for you, you to go live care. your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Then, then if you, she does that and raise that child for another 18 years, wow. she'll be in her 50s. So what? where was her lifespan? Like, where did she get to enjoy herself? And I didn't think that, you know, in life, um, like I said, everybody has their own path. Once you are actively doing things to be better, actively doing things to grow as a person, I think you're fine. And you can't benchmark yourself from people. You just got to know you're doing your best version of what you could do. And then you'll be good. So that's, that's a good thing to keep in mind. Like, if you... Do you want to get all those successes out of the way earlier? You're sacrificing so much when you're younger. Then you kind of have to make up for that when you're older. Rather, if you do that stuff when you're younger, then I guess you can work harder when you're older. Right. It's kind right. of the thing. Correct. So do you feel like there was a year, and it could be this year or whatever, um, that you felt like as far as expectations, you didn't reach them? I'm always the person that I try to be grateful, really, Yeah. through everything that I go through. Because I'm telling you, I've been through some dark times. I'm just like figuring out Shayna, dating me, getting tapping into my true soul. Mm-hmm. So when anybody comes in my life, I really know who I am. And when I see, I'm going to say like red flags, I'm going to run right away. But if I see something I don't like, I am going to let you let it be known. Yeah. Let it be know, like, hey, that, that was concerning. Or, hey, that, that was off. Yeah. I'm not going to sit back, well, let me not say nothing to sit and wait. Because I'm telling you, what you're seeing in the very beginning and the concerns that you have. Um, when people are, show you who they are, believe them. It, it is so true. I used to make excuses for people a lot. Or give them passes. Oh, they did this because of that reason. This happened because of that reason. And that is where the no. Don't give people excuses. Because at the end of the day, if you did something bad... They're holding you accountable and they're calling you out on it. Mm, that's the truth. They're, they're holding you accountable and they're calling you out and they're not letting you go. So why are we so forgiving to people by making excuses for them yeah. when in reality they're just showing you who they are? Mm. And then because you have that good heart or you want to see the greater good in them, why aren't they showing you the greater good? Or why are they taking accountability and then in their actions trying to show you consistently, immediately... That they want to be different yeah. versus them putting a band-aid on it, sweeping it under the rug, and then after then it coming back to the forefront. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that kind of touched a little piece of my soul right 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 down in the pocket area because I feel like that came to play with me so much where I would just forgive people, forgive people, forgive people. And when it comes to like me making a mistake or a mess up, then that was not even it was like, well, you did and you did and you did. And I was like, stuff too <laughs> right right because it's like you want to give people grace but are people giving you that same grace yeah and i think that that's what you have to ask yourself to say okay um if i did something inappropriate because we're not perfect so we're nobody's perfect mm. you're going to do some things that are not correct but once you bring it to my attention and let i take the accountability then after it needs to end once i don't repeat the behavior i had a lot of friendships that mm. you know um people would do things like oh, that's their personality oh they're just aggressive and, like, no, because if I'm aggressive, they call me out. Yeah. Like, when I start changing from being, like, Mrs. Understanding to, like, no, you, I'm going to give you the same energy. Like, Shana, yes. <laughs> like, you are speaking so much facts. Go ahead. Yeah, like, like I give you the same energy. Mm-hmm. 
you, you, uh, like, oh, oh, like, what, what's going on with you? It's like, no, what's going on with me? No, uh, I'm just matching what you gave me. Right. And then they say that that's petty. <laughs> right. They say that, why are you doing that? That's not who you are. It's like, no, well, if you treat me this way and I treat you the same way you don't like it, then why are you think it's okay to act like that with me? Yep. Because people take kindness for weakness and that's the truth. Oh my God. Gosh, okay. I don't know. I didn't think I was gonna be preaching on this episode. <laughs> God, I am touched. <laughs> okay, well, I think that that's just pure factual. Returning to being in your twenty fives, your thirties, your thirty fives. So for the people who are graduating, heading out into the work field, or feel like they're not where they are right now, um, just my personal experience and personal advice is like whatever you do don't turn it around and make it feel like I'm not worthy enough or good enough or whatever if you feel like you have room to change and you have room to do better in whatever field that you're going to do it if you think that maybe if I I don't know did this internship or um I don't know, did something unpaid or whatever, and maybe that would make a difference, I would say try it. I would say try everything that you think that you have to try to excel in whatever field that you're trying to go to. If you're trying to hit a specific goal, whether it be to get a house or to reach a management position, I would say it's about your mouthpiece. And sometimes it's about your environment. Sometimes you have to leave where you are to get further ahead. And I learned that very quickly when I moved from New York to Atlanta like I felt very static like I'm a person that had tons of experience and tons of internships underneath my belt and I kept getting placed in these scenarios where I wasn't getting paid my worth I was getting paid like well below that and not really I didn't really feel valued so sometimes you just have to like get up and leave and go either where the money's at or where the opportunities are at I totally agree I, I, I totally agree I mean, I think also, too, like, ideal time is to do it when you don't have children mm-hmm. and you don't have a family. Like, capitalize on that opportunity. Yeah. Capitalize on the opportunity that you're just a student if, if you have that luxury. Yeah. Because I didn't. And um, you know what? It's, it's extremely important for you to understand, like, use that time wisely. Figure out what you can do. Paid, great. If not, that experience that you're going to gain is going to get you so much more money. I also say don't be afraid to pivot because sometimes the field that you are going for or you're heading in, it's like subject to change, right? There's a lot of flexibility and like there's only a certain amount of jobs in whatever area you're going to be in. If it's a very competitive field, of course, there's going to be people that are way higher than you or more interconnected than you or whatever the case may be. Don't be afraid to step sideways and to go in something that is like maybe adjacent of what you're interested in. That's where you are right now. And you can just do whatever you're aiming for in the future or still make those connections in the future, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think that that's where I'm at like right now. Um, I kind of sidestepped to do something that not necessarily I went to school for, but I'm currently doing. And that's what's gotten me to the place that I am right now. But then also I'm still trying to get that experience in what I originally want to do so that I can reach back forward in that direction, if that makes sense. No, I, I definitely agree. I think that uh, I'm kind of too, like, in a new career path. 
um, that have gone down and what I how I landed it was because I have so many years of experience in management. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like I, I dabbled with it within my workplace, mm-hmm. but it's more on the administration end, which yeah, I was more yeah. on the operation end. Mm-hmm. But because I have the years of experience, it's why I got paid. Mm-hmm. because they know that this person's able to... Like, you get paid for your experience. Mm-hmm. You get paid to be able to decipher and to go in and to, to make these decisions and to do these things. You're going to you're gonna get paid for that mm-hmm. because they don't need that rookie that read it in a book but doesn't know how to apply that to real life. Right. So I think, too, is having that good uh, general understanding of different areas mm-hmm. and then compiling that together really makes you a stronger person versus you just are just vetted in one line of work and you're great at it but with society and technology and all these things that happen very much so your job could go away and yeah. if that's it where where do you land like if all you did was that and all you know was that yeah how does that allow you to do something else but exactly. by you like you said kind of going on the right or going on the left and then after at a later date, then jumping back, mm-hmm. now you're actually a, a more of a threat versus somebody who only went straight and only followed that path. And I had to learn that the hard way. I'm like, no, I want to do this. 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 But doing that wasn't really getting me, not necessarily where I wanted to be, but it was just not, it wasn't heading me in the right direction. Let's play this game where we tell each other, or give advice to a 25-year-old, a 30-year-old. Okay. And then advice that you would give to yourself now at 35 years old. Okay. So look at yourself from, like, opposite. Okay. So let's start at 25. Okay. The quarter-life crisis. Main piece of advice. Main piece of advice. And I think that a lot of people would appreciate this because... You don't understand. Anxiety is a real thing. It is. Depression is a real thing. As Depression well. is a real thing. It is. Um, I would have to say, okay, if I was to look at myself at twenty five or give a twenty five year old advice, um, capitalize on opportunities that you have not having a family if you don't have a family at that mm. time. So you know, pour yourself into your work. See what you want to do. Try different things. Mm-hmm. So when you get to that age of thirty you're able now to have a little bit better of an understanding or foundation of where do you want to build. Mm-hmm. That 30 years old, ideally, I would say, like, have that under your belt, have your experience under your belt. At 30 years old, you know, um, hopefully you'll be more financially stable. You'll be able to start venturing into, um, and if it happens before that, great, uh, like, purchasing home and, like, you know, uh, getting a significant other and, like, be career-driven. Whatever, like, is driving you at that time, because um, sometimes people tend to want to do everything at one time, which is in their 30s, right? Yeah. Like, they want to find the man. They want to get married. Yeah. They 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 want to get the house. And when you do everything at one time, it's overwhelming. Yeah. Because you're wearing so many different hats that if you possibly did that in your, from 25 to 30, like, build your career. Mm-hmm. Then after, let's say, in your 30s, you said, okay, hey, I want to find a significant other. I then want to understand them, have them understand me, make sure we're on the same, uh, uh, like, we're on the same page when it comes to what kind of life you want to live. Mm-hmm. I think a decent age is 33 for kids. I didn't do it. I, like, I swear, I swear behind it. I feel like you had a good three years with your partner. You guys traveled. You guys have an understanding. You guys kind of know where you want to raise your family. Yeah. You then get into, um, at 33, you know, like, start, like, okay, yeah. committing. By 33, 35, you then now can, like, 
just be able to give your kids certain amenities and certain parts of you that you could not offer when you were younger because you were still figuring things out. And then to kind of jump on where I am at 35, 35 years old. No, well, let me do mine first, sure. right? So, because I want to do 25, 30, 35. Okay. And then we can say what your expectations are for 40 or advice for 40. Okay. So, for me, 25, I would say between the ages of 21, 20, and 25, in that range, literally do everything that scares you. Literally try every single thing that, like, you're like, no, that's too outrageous. No, that's, that's just weird. That's... Just, if you're interested in it, I would say just do it. During the pandemic, that was like such a blessing and really stressful for everybody, right? But that was such a blessing for me because I did like such random things, for example, to my hair. And I, that's when I like shaved my head. I dyed my hair all types of different colors. I grew it. I braided. I did all these crazy things to my hair that I just, because as a black girl, like hair is such an important thing thing you ain't to lying. us that is a whole identity is our hair and so I've had the same type of hair natural hair same length for like so long and I've always wanted to just cut it off try different things with it and I never felt so free than during that time where I gotta just like play with my hair and see what it likes see what it doesn't like see what looks good on me see what colors I can rock like it was so refreshing for me so even if it's like little things like that, like just doing those certain things that scare you so that by the time that you are 26, 27, 30, whatever, you can know yourself and know at least that little essential part to like what my hair doesn't like. You know, that's such a huge thing. That's my advice for a 25 year old. Do all the things that scare you before and during that year so that you don't feel like you're missing out and feel like you're too old to try that later on. So now at 30. I'm scared, Jen. I don't want to turn 30. It's so scary. It's so much, it's so much responsibility, I feel like, at 30. Okay. Okay. Well, what pressures are you feeling? I feel like at 30, it's, it's like how you said, that's like fully, I'm an adult. Like okay. now, like I'm, I still feel like I'm a young adult, right? And I still like, I still have that little bit of space to like make those stupid mistakes and very much am still growing and right. trying to accomplish certain goals. But at 30, they make it seem like, this is where your career is really pivotal and this is where, you know, you should be more solidified and this, that, and the third. And yeah, sure. But it's like, what if that's not the case? You know, life, life's, and it life's hard. And it just kind of makes me nervous because should I be married at 30? Should I be having a house and this and that? And I don't know. What's mm -hmm. your advice for somebody that's 30? I, I, my mentality is like, I don't like to benchmark myself off of people. Okay. I really, I really don't do that at all. Okay. I just say, Hey, what are my goals? Like really, like really looking at your inner core and be like, okay, when I get to 35, mm. what do I want? Mm -hmm. I would do like a five-year projection. And in that five-year projection for me being 30, how do I get there? Mm. How do I get there? Like really when you are looking to do something, you got to know when to hold on to it and when to let it go. Mm. And I think that if you do a five-year projection, you don't have to know everything in stone, but you can say, I'm looking to achieve this in five years. Year one, how do I get there? Year two, how do I get to year three? And hopefully by year five, mm. you're going to achieve those goals mm -hmm. because you are determined to make it happen. 
So I think the biggest thing is like, don't benchmark yourself from people. Just look at like, hey, what are my goals? How can I meet my goals? What can I listen to to help me to get to my goals? There is a lot of noise. There's mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. I'm 21 with a mansion and two Lambos. This is like, and you can do it too. Right. <laughs> it's like, right. Can I? It's it's I. I feel like there's a lot of the older that I get, you have to like reprogram and refocus on a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And it gets hard, mm-hmm. you know, because you're just like, okay, what do I want? What am I looking for? Five-year plan. I've never been a five-year plan kind of girl just because I'm just like thinking. I'm su- I'm such a go-with-the-flow kind of person. And you're very opposite. You're very, like, regimented. And I'm like, whatever the... Right. <laughs> Which, but you know what? And I'm going to say this is a good and bad thing. I am trying to adapt that a little bit now by just living in the moment. Mm. Like, hey, we're going, you know, hey, let's go and get some drinks after. Like, mm, well, I ain't really packed for that. Or yeah. I didn't really, it wasn't, that wasn't my intention. Oh, well, yeah. I need to just, you know what? I'm fine. Let's go. Lately, I have walked in many different avenues that I wasn't sure about. And I was like, I was second guessing myself, I'm going to be honest. And I'm doing it. And I'm succeeding. And I'm achieving. And I'm just like, you know what? If I had that fear, which I let fear run me for a while. Yeah of not doing new things and trying it try it fail at least you tried it when you didn't try to do it you're always going to live with that resentment that like what if i was to make that decision what if i was to like if you would say i want to move to atlanta but i didn't move to atlanta well where will you be in which now you have so much independence Mm -hmm. you have grown so much you're cooking for yourself you have your own place you're maintaining it you have the do's and don'ts. Like, don't go in the house with no shoes, people. Um, like, you know, she, she, has, she has the do's and the don'ts of, like, what you like and what you don't like. Which now, that's only allowing you to get further in growth. Yeah. Versus just resting on, like, what was safe. Right. And you know what? And I've been talking to myself very kindly these days and just being like, I'm just so proud of you, Sarah. Because, like, there's so many things. There's so many things that I was so afraid of doing. Like... I've always wanted to start a business. I've always wanted to have a podcast. I always wanted to have my own place. I always wanted to move to but Atlanta. You're doing it, but you, and you and I'm for. doing a like a lot of the things that I put out in, in the in the atmosphere where I just would literally shut down my own thoughts and be like, no, well, how? Well, I'm not sure. And and it's really like how you talk to yourself, how you like mm-hmm. converse with yourself and mm-hmm. and speak those dreams with a statement mentality of. No, I am. I'm doing this. I'm getting that. I'm going to do this. It really makes a difference. A hundred percent. No, it's nothing wrong with competition. Yeah. But make sure that you're competing with somebody who's doing way more than what you're doing. Yeah. So then when you're pushing yourself, you're pushing yourself to compete with somebody who like is reaching goals beyond the goals that you really want. So then it will allow you to get where you want to be because you're not competing with the person that's one level ahead of you. You're competing with a person who's like five steps ahead of you. Mm. So it's like, and it's just like motivation more than like competing. It's just more like, you know what? I'm going to get this done. I'm going to figure out how to start this business. I'm going to figure out how to, you know, turn this negative into a positive, you know, and not be like negative Nancy and what's wrong. And that's why for me, I feel like lately I had to not cut a lot of people out of my life, but. You wanted to rest on negativity, and I'm not down with that. Like, I don't need you to be rejoicing over something that you're saying you're concerned, but in reality, uh, you're just being nosy. Like, you're, you're, you're not really intentionally there. Okay, so advice for 30-year-olds is 
compete with yourself, compete with somebody who is way above where you're even trying to get to so that by the time that you get to it, you're above the average of where you're supposed to be. Correct. Um, and I think that's helpful. And I, I'm going to definitely carry that with me for sure. And then be grateful too that God has allowed you to have strength and, and to live another year and to achieve those things. Like every day I wake up and I think I could be bedridden. Mm, mm. I could be like, I'm like, I'm tired. There ain't a lot of you getting them kids off to school and, you know, trying to like get back and then get to work and to do what, whatever I'm doing. And then like, I literally, I was like, people, can we not just work only what, what I would like? I would like to have Friday, mm-hmm. um, Saturday, Sunday, Monday off. And I won't mind working from Tuesday to Wednesday. I like in an ideal world, give it to me. And then like you have some, four days in off. In some places, it is like that. Oh, I know. I'm, 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 I'm researching. I'm like, okay, where, how, how where am do I getting I there? Go? Yeah, exactly. Because it's just quality of life. It's so important. It's so important. And yes, we want nice amenities. And yes, we want nice things. But for me, at 35 years old, yeah. what I want is peace. Mm. What I want is to create moments with my family. What I want is to be connected to people. Mm. And what I want is to be able to be in a place to have freedom. Okay. And for me, freedom consists of security. Yeah. And just entirely that working together where, you know what? Put some great people in a room. Give me a charcuterie, a little wine. That sounds amazing. And then after, let's have a good time. Like, yeah. honestly, I'm I'm really happy at home. And sometimes people can't understand that. And they're like, oh, you never go out. And I'm like, I like my house. <laughs> I, I, I like my $15, $20 bottle of wine yeah. that I'm paying a glass. Not even like for a glass, I'm paying that $15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I could have had a whole bottle. So you know what? I was like, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to create a space that I'm happy with, yeah. that I want to go outside there and chill all the time. And I'm going to buy my own damn bottle and I'm going to have I was like, I think I give myself the twice a month. Get myself to go out and just have myself like a little good time or unless a concert or something else like that's mm-hmm. different. But to Which we like, have to get you to a concert for sure, Shanelle. Like, that's like mine. I know. I that's know. That's my goal I, for I, 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 And I'm secretly hoping that if one of them sisters don't come, I'll buy the ticket. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and she's talking about Beyonce. Okay, so I'm just going to push this in a little bit. So me and my sissy's sisters are going to the Beyonce concert in August. That is happening in Atlanta. And I wish Shayna would have told me that she would even be interested in that because I would have picked up an extra ticket. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a sister, but it's okay. All is well. Well, it's gonna be truly. Well, maybe one of them might get stuck on a plane, and then you know it, it might be a little situation, and I could just slide on in, and I'd be like, Drake is actually coming out here. Yeah, he is coming out here, but his tickets are wild. His I tickets are actually insane. Five hundred dollars or something like that for I to saw. sit in the nosebleed. Exactly. Like Five hundred bucks. So then I was, I was like, mm, but I was kind of. I don't know. I'm 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 entertaining it. I'm not entertaining yeah. it. I'm entertaining it in the fact that, but like, I like comfort. So yeah. I gotta figure out. Like, I don't know what was like. I gotta understand the crowd. I don't know who. Like, I think I I think I have an idea who Beyonce will bring out. Beyonce is gonna bring out you know women and like whoever have a good time. Well, for me, I might be doing like a soul like me doing it by myself type of thing, okay. and I just don't wanna you know, end up somewhere that, like, it's not safe. Or, like, you know, because Drake might... But to me, Drake is a rapper, but mm-hmm. he's kind of like a rapper-singer. Yeah. So I was like, okay, <laughs> I don't think... I don't think I'm going to get the hardcore, hardcore No, you're going to get very much... I better find your loving. You know, very... Exactly, yeah. exactly. So we kind of... We did 30. You kind of said what you want for 35. So 
Um, for 35, hopefully, I didn't even say what I hope for 30, but for 30, I'm hoping that I do follow the, that advice that you gave and am projecting that way. For 35, I'm hoping that, you know, at 35, I really hope that I either find, if I don't find like that love, like that partnership that I'm really like hoping that I know that I will get. I know that I will find a partner who is on the same footing as me and looking for that similar thing. Shana might just have a baby by myself. Yeah, I think, I think let's not even jump ship. Like, kind of taking back from dibbling, dabbling from what you said. Live in a moment. Appreciate what you have. Because I'm telling you, you can get these, like, you know, health scares. Hopefully it's a health scare and not, like, something that took over you. But, you know, these things can happen and it can, you know, like change your life. I remember like just a personal story. I was getting married and went to the, um, you know, the GYN and um, she felt like a little something in my boob. Mm. Literally dress boy, um, everybody's coming, whatever. And I remember she felt this lump and it was horrible. It was on a Friday. Tried to make an appointment. Couldn't get nobody to the Monday. It was like a house. It was scary. Yeah. And luckily, they got me in, and um, I was able to be checked out. But I'm telling you, at that very moment, mm. I questioned, do I want to get married? Oh, wow. At that very moment. Because wow. I was like, is this unfair to marry somebody knowing you have this disease or this cancer? Oh, wow. And, yeah, it was, it was real. It was really real. And it was like, you know, what does that mean for that person that's marrying you? Mm-hmm. What, what does it mean for them that they want to sign up for children and they sign up for this and they sign up for that? Yeah. And then, like, you may not be able to provide that. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, people, they rest too much. Like, a lot of times people say, oh, you have a good heart, you have a good heart, you're so forgiving. And it's just like, that, 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 me holding on to whatever that anger you want me to hold on to, you're going to deal with God. I don't got to deal with him. Because he knows that what my intention was when I was dealing with you. He knows how I gave myself to you. So, like, I don't need to carry that demon because it's so heavy. It's so heavy mm. when you are carrying hatred towards somebody. It's mm. so heavy. I and, learned very long ago you have to let that go because it only hurts whoo, you. It, it like, only you're hurts waking you. up and you're like, I'm angry. You're Piss. waking up and I'm like, mm. And you're waking up and you're, like, just towards that person. But I do think it's healthy, too, to cut a person off. Yeah. Because if they keep on bringing that out of you... Like, okay, you're just messing with my peace now. Because, like, you're constantly making me contemplate, like, what I need to be doing, which is not my nature, and it's not who I am. So for you to be causing that, it's not cool. I And this might be a little bit personal, but, like, that's what you're talking about, cutting people off. Because I learned that very young, that sometimes you have to remove people, even if they're family members, even if they're close friends. You, you call this person like your sister, your brother, whatever that person is to you, sometimes you really do have to let people go because they aren't seeing how their acting is really damaging other people. And you can explain it to them. You can sit down with them. You can have the conversation like, you're hurting me. And the way that you're acting is harmful. And they still don't understand that. Mm-hmm. so I feel like that's a really good lesson and sometimes too they're so hurt by what you're doing mm. so for instance somebody broke my trust mm-hmm. and because they broke my trust I didn't even realize it I'm honestly realizing it now at this age that 
they hurt me so deeply. Mm. And that hurt, in turn, I act different towards them. Yeah. And because I act different towards them, I wasn't giving them all of me mm-hmm. because of the simple fact that I had a wall up protecting myself. Mm-hmm. When do you tap out of it and understand that it's like... It's time to like move back, move away, and yeah, cut like, ties. Because there's times I walked away from friends. Um, I'm so bad at doing that, For though. a period of time. But if you have a true friendship, you will make back. I... You know, that's really complicated. I've had had friendships where I had to really, like, cut them off in a real way or we just, like, had to separate in a real way. And it is like having, like, a relationship, like, and, like, breaking up in a relationship because you guys are just so close. Um, this is just, that's a whole nother topic. Yeah, we'll, 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 get, we'll get into it, like, the next time. Yeah, the next time. Um, so, moving forward, for yourself at 40. What Girl. do you want to say to her? <laughs> I we're gonna end it on this note. Yes. Um. What I'm gonna say to her: Take these five years to listen to yourself, learn yourself, um, understand what you truly desire, um, create moments that will last a lifetime. Because I'm telling you, in my heart, I'm 27. Mm. I don't feel nowhere near 35. I'm like, who is that? Mm. I became an auntie. Versus like the young girl. I remember I used to refer to him like, oh yeah, the the I, I, I noticed that I'm I'm the older person now. Like I went out with some spring chickens and they're like and I'm like, oh I'm the old oh I'm the old bird now, right? Yeah. So just listen to her. Listen to her within these years and um straight truth to yourself because before you know it, you would be in your fifties and your in your seventies because time really goes so fast and you don't want to look back at life and regret things. I'd rather, like, gone through it, dealt with it, achieved it, failed at some things, but at least I tried it, versus being 50 and me and, like, I want to try things. Which, yeah. I'm not saying 50-year-olds can't do it. I'm just saying, listen to that person on that journey, so when you're 50, you really have a great foundation of who you are, because there are 50s out here that they look amazing, and they're, just, they're living their best life. They really are. And they really know themselves, like, to a T, which they is do. They be like, insane. Red flag, stop. Yeah. Don't, like, no, don't come in my house. Don't like, they do don't this. play. They, they, yeah, they're just, because they're like, okay, I got a couple of more years than me, so I have no time to play any games with you. I'd just rather be blunt and upfront. Okay. So. I like that, blunt and upfront. Blunt and upfront, for sure. I feel like I'm that now, but maybe not as intense. Ooh. But at 35, my advice is, my real advice is, Listen to yourself. Don't doubt yourself. And like pay attention to what your gut is saying. Mm-hmm. At 40, my advice is like, girl, you did it. Like, damn. Like at 40? At 40, I know that I'm gonna be doing so amazing because of just how my mind is set up. Like, I know that if I want something for sure, I'm just gonna get it. At 40, I already mastered the element of I want it, I get it. That's what you are going to be at 40. And you're going to appreciate every little moment of you being, because I know that at 40, I'm going to probably look like I'm 30 for sure. Because people, okay. people already tell me now, like, oh my gosh, I thought you were younger than me. I'm like, yes, I'm blessed that way. And mm-hmm. I'll continue to be blessed that way. So I'm just I'm looking forward to just look ageless mm. at every step that I get to. Nice. Big part. Any other closing thoughts, Miss Shayna? 
nope that's pretty much it for the day that's kind of what i wanted to get off um my chest and um now you always say to me Shayna, do you have a word of the day mm -hmm. i want to know do you have a word of the day i do i so as of lately i've been seeing because maybe my mindset have changed and or the things that i'm liking have changed but i've been seeing a lot of inspirational stuff on my feed and in my explore and it's really just like been touching me okay so this is my little inspo for you guys i knew that i could not remain the same and and, and change you got to grow you can't hang out with everybody you've been hanging out with to go to the next level you can't do everything you used to do if you do that you'll never grow i knew so that is Steve Harvey. He is on the, what is this, Family Feud. And, you know, Steve Harvey be just dropping some random, like... Nuggets. Just nuggets out of nowhere. And I saw that clip and I'm like, hell yeah. Like, that is so true. You, like we said, or like I said, and we were talking about, sometimes you have to remove people out your life, leave your environment to grow to elevate, to get where you want to be. It's like a snake. It sheds its skin. Mm. And it knows it was in that body. It, but it knows it needs to shed that skin so it can sliver on and do something else. And I really think that people should maybe operate like a snake. Ooh, move like a snake. In that way, when shedding skin and starting over new. Not Don't out be here. a snake. Don't be a snake out here to these people. Move like a snake. Okay, okay. that's it. That's it. Okay, and so yeah, that has been another episode of A Moment in 10. And we are so happy that you guys have even listened for this long. Really appreciate you. Tune in. Feel free. To, you know, share with others. Feel free to comment. Mm -hmm. Feel free to leave suggestions of things that you would like us to discuss or yes. tap on. We're all for it. We're, we're here for it. And guys, we appreciate you. We appreciate you. Subscribe, like, comment, and we are out. Woohoo.